tuning in to the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. We are on episode 81. I'm Josh Roop. With me, my co-host as always, Scott Larson. And Scott, you know what? I can't wait. I know Zach's probably being driven up the walls from me because I'm messaging him once a week now. That sweet, sweet Godzilla premium's coming from flipping out. Whoa. I, I know you. You're like, oh, it's just like Christmas. I, I show up from work and it's sitting in my driveway. But with me, I'm like, I got to know because I don't want it sitting in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not sitting in my driveway. But usually, actually, my wife does does joke. She's like, the only time I know that we're getting something is when I, t- when I get a text from you. is like, hey, you're going to be home today? Because <laughs> <laughs> she has to sign for it, I'm technically. I, 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 had to be- I had to beg my neighbor because uh, one time because my wife was gone. And so I actually called my neighbor. I'm like, uh, can you go over? So my my little sweet 75-year-old neighbor uh, walked over and signed for for my game. But I'm, I'm excited. I, the only part that stinks is like, I want to know just because we're leaving for Texas next week, right? Like yeah. we're coming up. On, it's getting that time. So I just don't want to be like, as mm-hmm. soon as we leave for Texas, I wake up Friday morning and FedEx is like, by the way, we're stopping by your house yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and I actually, I ordered a rush banner. Um, I don't have too much wall space for decoration, but I, I had to get the rush banner. So, um, so the, the rush banner is on its way and I sent off the, uh, the payment and I also got some Iron Maiden art blades. They were delivered, uh, recently. So now I have a few, uh, mods to install, yep. but again, uh, that's flipping out pinball. Uh, if you want all your pinball needs, go ahead and uh, contact Zach and Nicole at flipping out pinball. They are always good to work with. And if you want to get on their list, because right now uh, supplies are limited. So if you have that thing on your wish list, please let them know and they will figure out a way to get that to you. And they will give you the royal treatment. I just, uh, I honestly have only had to make two warranty claims ever with new inbox. And I've bought new inbox for like four years now. And it's, it's just, I got the uh, Stern Insider connected and the light is like strobing <laughs> inside the QR reader. Mm-hmm. Zach's I got taken care of. He said it should be here shortly. Just make sure I mail it back. Man, he took care like just everything's smooth with Zach and very it's, it'll efficient. get it done. I mean, pinball is yeah. complicated and they're not going to be perfect, you know, when they come out. So uh, when you buy a machine, it's not actually getting the machine. It's the service associated with the machine. Uh, exactly. that, will, that will differentiate where you buy things from. So just like, just like buying a car or buying a, an air conditioner, right? Yep. So if you want great customer service and great product, give Zach and Nicole many a call. Okay, Josh. Um, you know what? Let, let's start off. We, th- we've actually done a couple episodes without a guest. And um, the challenge is that we, we are leading up to Texas Pinball Festival. Correct. And this tends to be a little slower time just because uh, not a lot is coming out. We do want to have a few more. We have a few more uh, guests lined up that are rush related, but we want to give you guys a break a little bit because I know not all of you are uh, are fanboy ish enough on rush. Um, but uh, we, you know, all the pinball industry, it, it seems to be in a, a sleeper mode. And so I agree. I don't know, Josh, let, let's just talk a little bit a lot. Um, we haven't actually given an update on our lives. And so maybe uh, just do a, a quick update. This isn't, of course, this isn't, uh, you know, uh, this isn't our TED talk. This isn't our uh, Oprah uh, sharing our souls. Oh, come on. But yeah, but but just just a little bit about what's going on. And then we have, uh, um, we have more deep root coming at you. And then afterwards, Ooh. we're going to talk about what we're hoping for Texas. So Scott, the destroyer hasn't talked about deep root in a while. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a so, while. Well, I'll go first. Uh, last last little bit in my life, it's still been chaos. Uh, I'm glad that Texas is next week. I'm ready for a break. Um, I'm ready for <laughs> to get away and chit-chat with some friends and eat some sweet barbecue. Like, Charles, Charles, sir, thank you for sending all the photos of hard eight barbecue because apparently that's where we're got to go eat. And the food looks amazing. No, it, it's great. We are, uh, yeah. Uh, well, okay. You're jumping to the end. That that's the Texas preview. Oh, sorry. So. sorry, that is the Texas preview. Uh, I don't know if I ever talked about. I got an Earth Shaker. Uh, okay. I'm very happy with it. I got it from an old uh, arcade route guy that I've I've worked with for years. His product I usually gets not in the most pristine condition, but it's a really good price. So I I always fix him up. 
and I thought I'd got his last one, and he he's offered me one more. So I need to go take a look at it. Oh, what is he, it? He's really uh, no fear. So okay, he's I, he's I really actually told to you me. I I like no fear. Uh, it's it, it's not super deep, but it's I think it's fun. It's it's fun and fast, like a it's a yeah. motorcycle feel game. So so um, and, and especially where prices are at right now with pinball machines. He's really good to me. He's like, I'm not going to sell it out from underneath you. Just when you get time, you come out, take a look at it. I was like, yeah, okay. So well, that'd be good. I bought multiple games from him over the years. He's He's been great. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm well, at. And Godzilla's coming in. Family's doing good. Soccer started back up. I'm an assistant coach for my son's team. And uh, it's it's just that, man. Family life is insane. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about you people are listening. I don't know if you have a big family, a small family, if it's just you. You and a spouse, but like, I I don't know how we do it nowadays. Like, it's just mm. constant, one hundred percent running all the time, and that's what my life feels like right now. I am grateful for the. I don't want to say distraction because I don't want to minimize what we do in pinball uh, and yeah. and what anybody does in pinball. But I agree. this is a healthy release that doesn't really have anything to do with my job. Uh, it doesn't really have anything to do with with anything else that I, that I'm responsible for. So this, this is a great way to, uh, to bridge out and to, and this is my playtime, like yep. talking pinball is my playtime and playing pinball and doing that kind of stuff. Um, uh, want to give a shout out to a local guy, uh, James Bishop, who printed me. I said, I was looking for one of those captain Marvel, uh, fixer ramps. And he actually, uh, so, Oh, uh, update. I sold Spider-Man. So oh, wow. congrats. Came, yeah. Came out, uh, with, um, with his buddy Garrett and uh, he looked at it and, and it's a beautiful machine. <laughs> all my, all my games tend to be pretty, uh, pristine, uh, cause yes. uh, otherwise it just, it's not worth it for me. And so he bought it and took it. And I was talking to him a little bit about the captain Marvel ramp. And he's like, you know, I got a 3d printer. I can, um, I can print one for you. And so he did, he printed off, a Captain Marvel, and he also he's made his own version of a, a pin stadium like thing. Yes, and so he's, I'm getting it tomorrow or yeah, Saturday yeah. actually. Yeah, yes. so you're getting it too. So uh, and he was showing me what he did, and so I I actually had to run down to St. George uh, to work over the weekend and had some family obligations, and so I've been so busy all week I haven't been able to install it and try it out. Yeah. But it's been I mean, it's a lot of fun. I love I love how um, I'm not naive. There are toxic people in the pinball community, but for the most part, Never. the people that I gravitate toward are the people who are, are generally positive and really want to be welcome and inclusive. Um, and so that's, uh, that's my update, but yeah, I stopped off. So I have that, uh, that Captain Marvel fix, which I'm really excited. My Captain Marvel ramp is actually pretty good, except occasionally, man, you, you shoot that shot and it just ricochets and goes straight down the middle. It comes screaming at you fast. Yep. So, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I still love Avengers. Every time I think, you know, I could sell it. Uh, which Elwin would I sell? And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll sell uh, Avengers. I'm like, no, I can't. I, I like it too much. Oh, guess what? I like all of them. So, yeah, I, I don't think any of them are getting sold anytime soon. You always look at your collection. You're like, if I have to get rid of one, which one is it? Be? Which one's on the chopping block? Yeah. And looking at my collection right now, I'm like, Probably Earthshaker, but the problem is, is my kids are loving Earthshaker. Like it's, right. it's so simplistic, and then the whole shaking of the machine that's actually integrated mm-hmm. with the theme versus like you're playing Star Trek and all of a sudden the shaker is shaking because you hit a shot. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's it, it's it well it, it's like having the shaker motor in Jurassic Park when when you yeah. start T Rex multiball. It makes sense, right? Yeah. But sometimes so, it doesn't. That's why I was saying like Star Trek, you yeah. hit a shot. It's like. Just because yeah. I hit a shot and they're out in space doesn't mean you should be shaking it. So yeah, hey. it's a it's a machine vibrator. Yeah, so it's just yeah. kind of fun. So yeah. yeah, no, it's good, and uh, I it's still we've had a lot of just small things, just family obligations that have stacked up, and I'm hoping that we are coming out of that. So uh, and you know nothing nothing terrible, just just a lot of small things that yes. are stacking up that just yeah. uh, take a lot of uh, time away from from pinball and, and even just away from any, any other thing. I, I, I have ski, I have a ski pass this year, but because I've been so busy with everything else, I've only gone twice. Yeah. So it's, it's been more challenging, but you know, it's okay. Uh, life's good. Uh, we are really looking forward to Texas. 
But first, before we talk about Texas, let's talk about our favorite deep hole in Texas, which is Deep Root. Yes. Um, okay, so Josh, it's been a while since we talked about uh, our favorite punching bag. Let's, uh, Robert Mueller. So what has, what, what has come up with Deep Root? And I, it just it still just boggles my mind. So I want to make a disclaimer here before we get into this. When we talk about Deep Root, we're mainly talking just about Robert Mueller. Yeah. There's a lot of people that, like, it sucks that they got towed under and, like, they got taken advantage of. And a lot of the times, like, we're just glad that some of the people like Steve Bowden and Dennis Norman and some of those that got picked up by other companies and, and they've made the best out of a really bad situation. So... And there's a lot of victims, by the way. And yes, and I... I do lay it solely on Robert Mueller. I mean, just. Which is crazy. Well, okay. Mad. that That's where con artists work, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, con artists are experts at shell games. And so that's exactly what's going on. So now, okay. So I'll give you the, I'll give you the update. So this last couple of weeks has been kind of getting all the nitty gritty out of the way. The judge has been just a couple of days ago. If you want to follow along, go on the pit side thread. Blueberry Johnson, man, I don't know if you love the man, if you hate him, if you just love a train wreck. You have been on top of all the information. Yeah. We really should have this dude on at some point in time. Man, the, the, he is like the Robert Mueller expert. Absolutely. And yeah. so he he kind of went over exactly what was said with the judge. It sounds like you know they were trying to say that they should kind of – save the taxpayer dollars and just kind of call it quits. And it sounds like the U S attorneys want to get a, a piece of Mueller. SEC wants a piece of Mueller. There's other people suing that want a piece of Mueller. So it sounds like this whole shenanigans isn't going away anytime soon. And it yeah. sounds like Robert Mueller needs to strap in for the roller coaster ride. He's about to go through with all of it. In the you, meantime, you know, the floating dumpster, it's a meme, right? The floating dumpster that's on, on fire. fire. Yes. Like it, that that doesn't even begin to describe the train wreck this is. Yes. This is more like a supernova that is just destroying everything in its wake. Because there's there's no one who wins in this. No. There's no one who wins in this. I mean, there's no way to put logic to any of it either. Because, like, I think, like, what was the logic to all this? Like, you, you were swindling people out of insurance and life policies yeah. And then you just happen to start a, a pinball company. Was it to stroke your ego or like it just it makes no sense. But then again, I think of the Dark Knight and Alfred in his wise words of some people just want to see the the, yeah. the planet burn, the world burn. You know? I see. I, I don't think that I, I think it's a it, it's a, a con artist is a con artist and they will try to to it's a it's a time game like they know yeah. eventually they will get caught. It's yeah. catch me if you can. Yeah. They know eventually they're going to get caught, but they're going to see how far they can push it. Yeah. And so that's that's why when he's taking all this money and he starts another company, there is this remote, remote pipe dream that he starts this idea and then someone comes in and buys it for a bunch of money and then yeah. he's he he moves on. Yep. But the fact that he wasn't even paying the policies on all these people that he stole the money from – I think that is uh, that would be the most optimistic way you could look at this guy. Yeah. That he's act that he was actually had any intention on making good for this because I don't think so. I think it was just a shell game. He uh he, he's a delusional narcissist who that's all it doesn't matter what chaos he's inflicted on anybody else it still only comes back to him personally yeah. like how how it affects him because this is Brewster's Millions. If you're if you're my age and you saw the movie, and it's actually a remake of an older movie where you have to spend all this money, you have to be trying to spend this money. Yeah. To 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 be burning through this much. But well, and what's gutsy is like he's asking the judge, and this wasn't the last meeting, it was like one of the court hearings before that, but he's asking for like an allowance. Like, yeah, you've frozen all my assets. Can I at least have like 7,000 a week? What was it? Maybe it was 4,000. I can't remember. It was a ridiculous amount of money. Okay. It was more, it was way more than I spend. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's anyhow. just say a, a pro stern a week is what he wanted to. Yeah. So, so 
let's turn our attention back to they've they've cracked open the deep root facilities. They're starting okay, to auction okay. off. The you stuff. saw the pictures, Josh. What was your initial feel when you look at this? I, I really felt like it was a bare bone startup company because there was there Is was there stuff any, like what percentage of this showed that it was a pinball company. Well, when the first photos came out, nothing. When yeah. we first got those first photos, it was like, here's the cafeteria and here's yeah. with a black uh, hole just in the middle which, of the cafeteria, right? Yeah, which is which is a pretty fitting pinball it, machine metaphor for that yeah, company. And a Raza that was parked in front of the uh the restroom. I mean, it really we saw some CNC machines and even like Spooky said this would be overkill because like they're like, well, maybe Spooky will buy it. Like, no, we this is too much for what we even need right now. And I just, man, I just looking at that place. It looked like a the cobwebs have. Yeah, it looked brand. It a looks lot of like it looks a, like it just came out of the plastic and it well, hasn't okay, been used. It looks like a facade. It looks like someone who's spending a lot of money to appear to be a company, but none of it actually looks like it's it's actually done anything. I it, it, there there's very little here that differentiates it from a pinball company. Well, and that's it, the part that sucks is like you look at, but you look at like the other pictures that have come out now that we're seeing like the Luchador uh, play field that we started seeing because they were talking about like some of these play fields are just slapped in random cabinets. So it's actually not like food trucks and food trucks cabinet and yada, sure. yada, yada. Yeah. But we're seeing these play fields, which whoever's taking these pictures, I know that you're just taking them so you can auction off stuff. Please use a different camera than like a Sony Handycam from like 2005. Yeah. Like, or, or your iPhone 3G. We yeah. we have the technology, but there's a lot of. That's the thing. There might have been a facade, but looking at what the designers had been doing and the concepts they've been coming up with, uh, yeah. there was some really cool ideas here, and so it just it seemed like it, the plane had never taken off the ground. No. Like they were checking the systems. They were you know the lights were green to go. It just we weren't manufacturing yet. And, and may, may that was never the game plan. I, I don't know. It, it was never the game plan, Josh. There's nothing here that says you had any mass production capabilities whatsoever. Well, they had all those so, workbenches in the CNC machines. Like, Okay, fine. But okay, I'm looking here. So just in case you're looking for auctions and you want to see what's going on, um, there's uh, Mel Davis Auctions. And it's just auction guy, just Mel Davis Auctions 232, Deep Root San Antonio. Okay. I'm going through there. Now, ironically, we're going to talk about a few things that are missing now um, okay. because we saw some pictures when it was first released. Yes. And there you are going all the way to number 58, lot 58, before you even see pinball stuff. Yeah. Okay. Everything else is general office stuff. The next one is because who doesn't want a big box of deep root water right. bottles? Oh, the know? water bottles are fantastic. By the way, if anyone wants to buy those water bottles and give them to me, I will definitely make the most of those water bottles. And if there's anything on here that I want, it's those water bottles. Okay, lot 84. Again, incomplete pinball machine. Then you have 86. By the way, incomplete pinball machine, retroactive uh, zombie, whatever, adventure land. Um, Incomplete pinball machine should be the new uh, the new rebranding of Deep Root. Incomplete yes. machine. Incomplete pinball. Uh, oh, actually, do you know what's the best? Huh. Um, on uh, lot 86, incomplete pinball machine. They even misspelled pinball. Nice. <laughs> so, well, and, and honestly, let's let's take a look from the auctioning company at this point. Like they probably oh, they see they a lot care. of things. They don't, they don't care, care, but they probably don't see a lot of things. They probably see a lot of things. There's like, yeah, this is what it is. But like, yeah. how much of the stuff they look at and like, is okay. this even a worth they anything? They have more elliptical and exercise stuff than they have pinball stuff. Yeah. Like well, he that, wanted a healthy environment, man. About I mean, five. Okay, I'm five, maybe like, okay, I'm already to lot 180 and I've seen about five pinball related things. I mean, that could legitimately be out of somebody's um, like backroom hobby thing. My real question is, because starting to look at these designs and whatnot, you could easily take a snapshot of these, and obviously the community has. Yeah. And um, do we start seeing some of these pop up over at American? Because uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I, okay, you look at uh, uh, any pinball; it, it doesn't take much to throw a, a um, 
like something on a pinball, uh, like a, a geometric layout, right? Yeah. Like you can put, you can, you can design a pinball machine. But they were gaining more but, and more employees from Deep Root. Like they were, yeah. it felt like they were starting to take on some of, they were kind of cherry picking some of the stuff through, through Deep Root already. Yeah. And that's, that's the only reason I ask. I'm like, do some of these designs, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly how it all works. And, and where there's so much red tape, I doubt that like Robert Mueller even has time. If they did use a design, if you having time to like sue American for copyright yes. infringement, if there even is such a thing for a company that doesn't exist, I don't know. It's just it's the whole thing is just wacky. But the funny part was is like you had found like a picture of Jesus, like a good size oh, yeah. picture of Jesus. Oh, yeah, it, it's no longer there. But they had they had art from there, and I I thought even Jesus finds this ironic. That yeah. a, a total scam artist has a picture of, of him that they're trying to sell in their recouping their price. Do you think he consulted Jesus like on the wall? And it's like, what do you <laughs> Jeez, think of fire I, and brimstone? Like, it just, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it is one of the modes how to swindle uh, 71 million out of your church congregation. Maybe. Yeah. Um, apparently the 10 commandments would be missing a commandment because thou shalt not still. Yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, it's just kind of painful. Okay. I, I'm seriously, I keep searching through all the stuff on here and there is very little that differentiates this from any other company. I, it really is just general, general office junk. Yeah. That is just unbelievable. If you want to go check it out, it's like page. What, what did we say? It was like 582 on the deep root thread. Just, just search deep root. Yeah, on forums you, you can read through if you're looking for. A- you can actually see a picture of the the paintings because there was it was actually in, um, like post number twenty nine thousand one hundred seventy six. So, yeah, it's uh, it just shows like that. Uh, and some of these are gone. Like the the trifold Japanese art thing is gone. Uh, I don't see any of the paintings are there and it's oh, so are the bids oh, done with them. You know what? I think the bids are done. That's what it happened. Oh, so it you, didn't win the, you didn't win the, the, the Jesus, of Jesus painting. Oh man. Like maybe sorry. someone else wanted there. We jokingly said that people are going to start crowdfunding to send you deep root crap. Cause oh cheese. Yeah. Of our wonderful October was a 2019. That's, yeah. the, that's how long ago it was. <laughs> wow. Dennis and Zach on. Yeah. Oh, or maybe yeah. it was October. Yeah, it had to been 2019 because it wasn't 2020 yet. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. So apparently we did miss out on the uh, on the inappropriately religious art in a con artist uh, shop. So yeah. you got to keep up facades. Yeah. So anyway, if you're really interested, I mean, it's just again, nobody's going to win in this. Like literally no one's going to win. Everybody, everybody who gave money to this will probably get 10 cents on the dollar if that. Yeah. Uh, there's no way he's blown through this money just like con artists do. And, uh, but if you want to get a forklift right now, the current bid is 5,000 bucks. Yeah. That's, that's a steal for a forklift. It really uh, is. It should be. Yeah. Probably for one that's brand spanking new. Yeah. It, well, obviously it's never been used. They've never made anything. So, so anyway, so enough about deep root, the guys, the, the guys, uh, yeah. Sorry, he's going to burn in hell, whatever. <laughs> so uh, that, that's the wizard mode on fire and brimstone. Is, yes. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Mueller burning in hell for stealing all the money from people and, and promising uh, and, and all the carnage uh, for all the lives that he affected by hiring them and just having them stuck on a terrible company. So, Ugh. okay. All right. So now, but there is something that is going to happen though. We have, oh, do you have any other final deep thoughts on Deep Root? Deep thoughts I, on deep root. You know, I don't know. It just sucks. It's one of these things that's just going to be, it's going to go on for years. Yeah. Because it's just going to get drawn out. He's a lawyer and he's going to draw this, this out as yeah. long as he possibly can. Cause he never wants any accountability for this. Yeah. And I guarantee suck. he'll figure out a way to spin this, that he yeah. was somehow the victim in this. So, uh, in, uh, what the, the 25th, of March of this year, we are going to have fun. Yeah. So we have the Texas Pinball Festival from March 25th to 27th in Frisco, Texas. Yes. 
Okay. This is this is my first time coming. And this is Same this here. is your first time coming, right? Yeah, I was supposed to be there uh March 2020, but we all know yep. the story to that. Yeah, we were supposed to go two years ago. So actually the nice part was... is I still have my tickets from them. So Do you? Yeah, that they just said uh we'll just postpone it to how we mm-hmm. open back up. So Yeah. I really just had my flight in the hotel. Yep. So. Yep. We are we are definitely looking forward to it. Uh, Josh and I don't really have, we are going to be there to experience the festival. Yeah. I think the only thing we have planned is we are helping with the twippies on Saturday night. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. So what, uh, what are you looking forward to most? Uh, probably weird Al after okay. listening to the column out McAlpine interview on final round. Wonderful job guys, Jeff Martin and Colin, y'all did great. Uh, I'm excited to see more of this. I like the concepts that he was talking about. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to see Weird Al. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to, I've always been told that Texas is like the people that want to gloat about their machines show. And so we get some pretty rare pieces down there that are in pristine condition. I'm excited to see what comes of the show. This feels like the Comic-Con equivalent of pinball yeah. where it's not just a show to, for the, it's not a trade show. This is an event show. Mm -hmm. So this is for all the people who don't really care as much about the nuts and bolts on it. They just want to come and have a great time and they have it packed in. So I'm super looking forward to the schedule because it really is over two and a half days. Yeah. And it's Friday night is, is a little bit, but that's more of people just getting in, in town, little events going on. And then Saturday and Sunday. I mean, that is huge. I hear this is, like you were saying, this is one of the best shows in the nation, possibly even in the world. We've got people that travel from all over the world that come to this show. And I'm ready. I'm ready to have my socks blown off. Okay. So. Are there any uh, Are there any seminars that you're looking forward to? Who, who are you looking forward to hear from at this show? I don't know. Honestly, I don't even know if I've looked at the seminars. I know Jersey Jack's doing something. Jack mm-hmm. O'Neary is going to be there talking. Well, Jack and Steve Ritchie are going to be there. That's going to be interesting. That's going to so be quite. I'm the, definitely uh, going to come. And you know, Steve Ritchie, he he doesn't hold back any punches. So we might we might get a little more than we bargained for going to that seminar. Yeah, there may be some flamethrowers going on there. We we also have Todd Todd Tucky. He's doing his yeah. thing. Yep. Uh, you know, Friday, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Wow, jeez. Um, other things, uh, American Pinball is going to be there. Uh, Multimorphic, so that's and that really is going to be. Um, this is the we've arrived show for multimorphic because I bet that more people have been brought into pinball independently from just this license than anything they've, they've done before. Right. I agree. They're weird Al fans who are just like, wait, there's a pinball machine. And then the next question is, wait, they still make pinball. Well, and honestly, looking at this thing, there are some really cool concepts that, that multimorphic has come up with. And I really oh, yeah. think this is the, this is the needle of adrenaline that's been shot into their skin for their, their cells and whatnot. And mm-hmm. we've, I don't know if you got any of the messages. We're not saying that like P3 is, I don't know. Someone, someone had said like, our last episode, we talked about like the longevity of P3 and, and yada, yada, yada. And, and I'm like, I don't think it, we were saying that it was like, we didn't think that the system could go the distance. It was just, you know, we were concerned for the company as a whole. Well, I think you're always concerned about anything that is, um, that's a little more computer based. Cause yeah. when you're talking about swapping in and out things, you do think about cartridge based systems. Yeah. Right. And you think about I mean, that this feels a lot more like a video game than any other option in pinball. I mean, if you were if you were to compare, but I still feel like it feels like pinball. Like when we played Heist at Expo and Sorcerer, it felt really good. Um, and you can definitely I, I, I don't want people to misunderstand. It, it, it is a pinball machine. Yeah. I'm just talking about the release cycle. Yes. Is you, you think about that. Yeah, because you're going to have new options coming out and you have to maintain the you have to keep updating the system as new technology comes along. Yeah, true. So th- th- that's really what I'm getting at is that you okay. have. Th- so that's a little more challenging, but 
hey, that that's not for us to figure out, right? That's for them to figure out. Yeah. And so I, I'm excited. I'm excited overall for Weird Al. Like I said, I, the song selection really doesn't bother me. Um, like I said, there I would have picked some different songs, but because I grew up in a different era of Weird Al. Yeah. Um, but after listening to Colin's comments and how it's not more of a music pin than it is like the the songs are actually integrated with the modes like right. you're actually playing harvey the wonder hamster and his head little pop-ups that come out of the play field is like him popping his head up through the play field and just just different stuff like the like a surgeon where you like you've got to hit shots and you're penalized for hitting the wrong shot just like in surgery like you've got to cut the right spots and if you don't you know you're, you're you would it, know nothing about that but. <laughs> okay what other games are there that have penalties for shooting a shot. I'm trying to think. You've got. I, I, I know there are ones on that you don't clock. score as much, but are there other things that have like a oh, if you shoot it here, it's like it's like on Wheel of Fortune hitting, you know, spinning the bankruptcy, right? Yeah. You know, it's it's like you can actually hurt your score by actually shooting a scoop. Yeah. And I don't know if it's that or if it's more like operation, like you hit it, the sides ah, and the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but listening to like i highly recommend it go listen to that interview it's fantastic um i'm just i'm excited for this machine and i'm excited i've always been excited for multimorphic i've just i i don't know i've always wanted to get my hands on one before i say yes yes and now that i got my hands on one at expo i want to see how weird al feels my son's asking me like every day so when are we getting weird out when are we getting weird out mm-hmm. i'm like well, dude, I got to play this first. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely want to play Weird Al. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, there's also the tournaments going on. Yep. So there's, you know, your, your typical uh, Wizards tournament, the Texas Wizards tournament. There's the classic side tournament. There's the women's tournament and the kids tournament. Yep. So and those and are the always prize good. Pots, the prize pot is aptly named uh, the Raymond Davidson Fund. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> buy, buy Raymond a new machine, please. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's saving up for his rush premium. Exactly. But so I'm just excited. I'm excited to go hang out with the guys. Like it'll be good to see EGP again, like Tony and, and Dennis. We hung out with them at Expo and be cool to go see them again. Butch Pill is on the list. Our good friend yep. Butch Pill. Yeah. Uh who else we got on there? I mean, there's a handful of people. We've got Zach's gonna be there partying. He's he's actually not gonna have the flipping out booth there. He's just gonna be there to have fun. Yeah, he he's there to just have fun. So that that looks really interesting. Our triple drain friends are going to be there. Mm-hmm. There are really so many people. I okay, I'm just going off their uh, their website, and so um, let's see. So Sylvester McCoy is going to be there, and he nice. is Doctor been, Who. Uh, what was that? Wasn't he Doctor Who? Um, it says maybe I'm wrong. Uh we plan to have Dr. Who pinball machine. Yeah. I don't know. He looks like the Hobbit here. So I, I, I'm assuming he was in the Hobbit. Yeah. He was Dr. Who coincidentally. He was the seventh Dr. Who. Yeah. Called so he's going to be, yeah. So he's going to be there. Um, I'm Todd Tucky, Butch Peel, Joe Balser, Jack Danger, uh, Emoto. Uh, and I'm just scanning through. So you just keep where, scanning down. Where is Joel Balser even at now? Is he with Home Pin? Is that what we've decided? He's working on Spinal Tap. Um, you know, I he heard, was an American, but then I heard they... an announcement, but I totally forgot about where he's working now. <laughs> we're we're wonderful. I know you guys listen. Tune in for the latest and greatest news yeah, and sorry, rumors. We, we, we are not. We we are not the uh, the update in the the news on pinball. And really, um, this week has been super crazy for me. I, I drove down uh, to Southern Utah and worked one shift and then drove back the next day. Yeah. And then my wife had her sinuses cleaned out today. And so I legitimately, I am, I, I'm really looking forward to Texas because it'll give me a break from all the stuff that I ha- I've had to be doing. So yeah. Guest but, list is awesome. I think, doesn't even Ed Vanderveen have like a TARDIS there that you can go get in or something like that. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Anywho. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited for TPF. So, so I, I guess what else are you looking forward to? Like, by the way, if anybody is looking for us, we actually have a funny shirt that we made. So um, you can take a look at it. We'll probably be wearing it at least one of those days. We will be also um, plug for the Twippies. Let's talk about those. Yes. 
uh, we will be announcing. I don't know if we're allowed to say which which category. An award, in. a major we're award. Be, and uh, I need to get sit down with Scott. We'll probably do it like the like five minutes before if we want to do like a little speech before if we just want to. Uh, Jeff told us we we can just say you know the nominees are, but you can't. We get in front of a microphone. You got that fun. Come on, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, excited for that. Uh, do you think? Do we see any changes from pinball industry awards to what's going to be presented? Flippies, Godzilla sweeps up with maybe possibly Halloween as a backup for. There's a slight difference. I, I would say pinball industry awards versus the. I, the Twippies, that is the popular vote. That's the people's choice, right? And the and the other and the pinball industry is just which uh, and full declaration we voted in that. Um, and it was just a it was a group that you could apply to and say, hey, we want to. You're, we're we we know enough about pinball that we're going to be voting on this, and so that um, we we put in our suggestions. So it's just a different crowd. And Twippy is, hey, you. If you want, if you're a pinball fan, let's come, let's vote, let's do that. It's it's like the fan voting, which I think is great, and so it may be different, but I, I I I think there will be a lot of overlap. I think so too. I think with the limited number of games that released last year, Godzilla just did so well. Like it's hard to argue with with the results of Godzilla. It, so it really was the complete game of the year. I, if you're looking at the entire package, that. I don't know of anybody who plays Godzilla who says that wasn't fun. Uh, as far as the entertainment section of the Twippies, do you think we see anything different? I mean, Zach and Greg have still been doing uh, straight down the middle, so mm-hmm. they still have that audience and whatnot. Uh, they've won it, haven't they? Won it every single year for Twippy, something um, like that for podcaster or not? Not no, podcaster for YouTube. For, for YouTube. Um, they certainly have, uh, they, they've, they've certainly been in the running. I, I would have to go back and see who the other, uh, winners were. I know but that it, Jack Danger's won streaming every year. Sure. And that one's going to be interesting too. Cause he really ramped down last year considering he was working at Stern and building pinball machines. Yeah, like, he, I don't blame him. So he now has another job, right? Yep. I, and it, then, and then we have Canada that, uh, his one podcast for four years in a row. Yeah. Does that change now that he's put himself behind a paywall? Um, possibly the the reason why I say that is because like, um, you have Joe Rogan who went behind a paywall. You have Howard Stern who essentially is behind a paywall and it does change. Um, it changes what, uh, who, who has access to it because you're, you're going to cut out some of the casual people. So yeah. unless you want to pay for Spotify, you're not going to listen to Joe Rogan. Unless you want to pay for Sirius XM, you're not going to listen to Howard Stern. Yeah. And, and so there are, I mean, we, we are, we're broadcasting to anyone who wants to listen. Yeah. But that, that's just our model. And, and however Chris wants to do his model is fine too. I mean, he's certainly an entertaining guy. So yeah. if, if he, if he's still able to maintain his, his popularity behind a paywall, uh, I mean, good for him. Right. Yeah. Might as well make a couple bucks, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I do it for the glory and and for being famous, pinball famous. Yes, pinball so. famous. <laughs> so, um, other than that, like I said, I I think we won't see much difference between pinball industry awards and Twippies, and just because the the field is so narrowed compared to previous years, right? So, we, and we might even see a repeat of that this year if it keeps up. If it's starting just announced, they're not going to do another cornerstone. And they don't put anything out till August. And then JJP has said they're not going to be showing anything at Texas. And that means they still can release something within the year. Yeah, and they may or may not. I mean, really, with Cactus Canyon, we didn't know if they were going to uh, reveal it at Expo. And they kind of revealed it at Expo. <laughs> well, they revealed it, but it was starting to ship was, those now, aren't yeah. they? Something like that. So I, it doesn't feel – this feels like a – a show celebration more than, Hey, come yeah. and you're going to see some news dropped on you. Yeah. So, uh, not sure. Uh, we, we have travel stuff going on. So Friday is a little more up in the air Saturday and Sunday though. We, we will be there. What time are you flying out Sunday? Um, you're in the afternoon, right? No, I think I'm in the morning. I think I'm like Sunday morning ten o'clock. Yeah. I think I'm like 10 o'clock or okay. 11. So, I, so I'm going to be I'm going to be hanging around. Uh, I think my flight's out at six o'clock at Sunday night. So 
Gotcha. That's what, but time I'll be landing in, in Vernal, I think it's like five or six, four oh, or five. Remember. Yeah. Cause you, you have so. to go through like JFK or something, right? I got to go through Denver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they fly me all the way up to New York just so I can go back to Vernal. Yeah. Know? Yeah. But Hey, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. I definitely will get my workout though. If for those of you who've never flown through Denver, I got to the pleasure of stopping in Denver's airport. It's massive. And I guess the only other ones I've ever been to is like Oklahoma and Salt Lake and New York and stuff like that. But usually it's like one big terminal, right? Right. Like for some odd reason, Denver's is like three long terminals. Like they're just like, and you have to take a subway to get from Mm -hmm. one, two and three. And, and Utah's like, so Vernal's airport is always on like the furthest one. And so you got to like book it from the furthest terminal all the way to get on the subway. So you can get over to like two or three yeah. and then get on your airplane. And it, it's like a 20 minute walk or something like that. Yeah. Just to get to your, to your flights. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm also, I, who knows? I may buy something though. I'm, I'm looking at the yeah. vendors and there, there are some things that are, that are pretty fun. Like they have back alley creations, you know? Yeah. Matt from Bacolite, uh, he's going to be there. Uh, you're going to, I'm just kind of scanning through. So I am not, t- uh, I'm not trying to highlight anybody specifically, but color DMD, I actually may pick up, uh, one of those for Simpsons, maybe, uh, kind of update that, bring it into the modern age. You know what you should do is you should buy a couple translites and then buy uh, a lit frame from Brad Hunter. That's true. At, is at Brad going to be there this year? He is not. He has some other obligations that weekend, but right. but he does have his website and we actually, so I bought, I just sold Spider-Man, but I did not sell my Spider-Man translate because ah. I had a, a, I had Steve Ritchie sign it. And so, um, I actually took that out and I put it in a lit frame. Nice. So I, I still will have that and that will help out, but you know, some other things that are fun, JJ game exchange, he's going to be there too. He's doing uh, a party local guy doing a party Friday night. You have Marco specialties going to be there. Measle mods. Always a, always a favorite. If you want to specialize uh, your, um, your game a little bit, pinball photos, you want to, uh, you want to do, uh, uh, put some high class art in, um, pinball pimp. He's the one who does the stenciling stuff on old games, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if, if, if you want to make that old game look, uh, look brand new, and he just go and check him out. I and mean, he, he does a good, does a good job there. You know, pin graphics for, if you want the art blades, pin sound. I mean, there, there's so many people that are coming, uh, super skill shooters, uh, by the way, just in case you're wondering if you, if you buy a shooter and I bought it from this guy, super nice, super nice guy. He has a lot of fun shooters. Uh, just make sure you check it in your bag. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I almost got my shooter rod uh, confiscated. That's hilarious. But um, yeah, the, the guy has some really cool shooter rods. So uh, check that guy out too. Yeah, I think I think overall we're, we're pretty excited. And then uh, we'll definitely probably do like a, a, a TPF roundup or, you know, kind of our thoughts. And uh, surprisingly, we like our expo roundup was one of the most listened to episodes we had last year. It's up yeah. there with Keith Elwin. So, well, there was a lot that there was a lot that happened at expo. Uh Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did we ever announce, though, that there's a new king in in our listening oh, numbers? Keith no, Elwin. Keith Elwin is now, I'm sorry, Zach Manny. You did hold the top number there for quite oh, some time. so close, so close. But Keith Elwin's still going. Like, his number is just, people must either love Godzilla or love Keith, or maybe it's both, I don't know. But it's just the numbers keep climbing on that episode. Oh, and by the way, happy birthday, Keith, uh, yesterday. Yeah, so we're we're recording on St. Patrick's Day. So happy birthday to him on March sixteenth. Yep. And uh, my friend who has an LE uh, Godzilla is actually has the same birthday. So I sent him a. It's, his name is Brock, and he's local. So yeah. And we also want to thank Joel Engelberth and Amanda Hamilton for having Keith on their podcast because we get a little bit of royalty money from that. Yeah, uh, we time we timeshare. You know, yeah. we we lease them for a few episodes a year, but you know. <laughs> Now, Keith, Keith's awesome, and those episodes were awesome. If you haven't checked them out, just another pinball podcast with Joel, the Does Everything in Media uh, Ingleberth. That's his new nickname. I know it's a little long, mm-hmm. but uh, if you if you don't know who Joel is, 
You can catch him streaming with TPN, or you can hear him from his podcast on Just Another Pinball Podcast, or his other podcast, Triple Drain, or I could keep going, but you, you get the idea. Yeah. <laughs> and Amanda Hamilton is awesome. I guess Scott and her are in the same business yeah we're, we're both in medicine so it was funny i got a i, I got a message from her today that J- jaco was around and if you don't nice. know what jaco is it's kind of like the uh the um the medical gestapo that show up and shake you down for things that really aren't big deals like uh. you you actually having like a diet coke at your workstation so it's always funny when they when they show up everybody just immediately uh, throws all their drinks away and make sure that that, uh, that it looks all pretty for the jaco people so are they similar to like OSHA and construction? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And so it's now I will say that, yes, the, the, the problem is they fixed all the major stuff. Well, that's good. And so like, so most hospitals, you're not going to find all these major things that are like, wow, that's a huge error. So what they do is it's like ticky tack fouls now. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you, you justification it, for their job kind of thing. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 there was a point where I'm not kidding. They wanted you to swap your masks every time you took it down from your mouth. And oh, wow. then, I, then I just found it funny. There's like uh, when the pandemic came, they're like, you know what? Those those masks, you can use those for like six months. Just just go ahead and like sun dry them. They're fine because we're uh, we're short on supplies. So go ahead and just keep using that sucker. Even though I was like, didn't like a month ago, you said we were supposed to swap them out every 30 seconds. Nice. Amanda's awesome. We met her and her husband at Expo. Yeah, they're uh, fun. Wonderful people. Yeah. So there, oh. there's, there's good times. So I, uh, we're, I would say that we're pretty flexible, especially on Saturday. Yes. And so if you're around, please message us. Uh, you can certainly message us on Facebook and we definitely love to hear from you. Bunch of people message and reach out about those hats. I did yeah. not realize that they would catch on fire like they did. So, and Josh, you actually were able to secure, um, some, yes, they I were able to get some. So I, we're not going to have a lot. I do actually have some shirts, Joe Fox. I actually have your shirt. So nice. that I did not get to you at expo. Uh, so uh, go ahead and reach out to me, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, if you, if you want to get a hold of our limited edition hats, um, go ahead. I thought they were like our, our go-to now since our old our, hat our transit. Well, okay. So these are the new limited edition hats. Cause we don't know how long they'll last until <laughs> they actually change designs on us, but still lose your kid quality and still lose your good style. So yes, it's the exact same hat. as our old one. It's the same uh, model number and all that jazz. It's yeah. just different, different, different color, different styles. Yep. So, and a lot of people are loving the green. I, I did that because I like black and green or charcoal mm-hmm. and green. So it pops. And, I think uh, the green's a little like a lim. It feels like a limited. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's a lot of people fun. are really asking about the green one. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, we do need to make a retraction from our last episode. We were not wrong about Pat Lawler only having one two flipper game, but yeah. we were wrong on which game it was. I must have went through Pinside way too quick because I was I thought it was CSI. IPDB, you mean IPDB? No, I went through Pinside. Oh, okay. So, All right. And, and uh, anywho, I guess it's NASCAR. And to the people who are saying it's three games, no, it's it's the same layout. NASCAR, Del Hart Jr., and Grand Prix are all the exact same layout. And the only reason they made Grand Prix is because NASCAR is huge in America and the Grand Prix racers are huge over in Europe. So that's like literally the only reason, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So... It's like trying to argue like NFL has like 28 different versions when it's really just the translate and and the chip of where you start with your team. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's all I swear every time those come up for sale, it's always the Browns. I'm not exactly yeah. sure. <laughs> I guess I can't exactly say that about Grand Prix. I, maybe they have changed some of the art. I, yeah. I don't know. I've never personally okay. seen one where they're most of the it's European It's still thing. not going to be a game I'm going to own. I guess I'll put it that way. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll play it on location, but uh, I'm not yeah. going to own it. So. But that so yes, you were correct that CSI was not the two flipper game. Okay, we All were right. still correct in the fact that Pat Lawler has made one two flipper game. It's certainly not his go to. So yes, <laughs> you know NASCAR is one of the very first games I ever got to play, and I didn't mind it. I thought it was, it was cool, but you gotta understand, I started playing pinball early uh, 2010, 2011. So yeah, the, and the real problem is when you don't. Um, 
when you play pinball for the first time, any game seems fun. Yes. And then eventually you're like, you know what? I, th- that game's okay. I, I'm okay. Like I, I, the first time I played Flintstones, I'm like, Hey, this is fun. And then after about five minutes, I was like, okay, I can move on. Yeah. I owned a Flintstones for like a month and I was like, this is a fun game, yeah. but I could have something with, with the giant flippers. Yeah. The, the oversized one. No, no, oh. I just, no. Yeah. Oh, cause they, they had the oversized one too. So yeah. no, it's a fun game, but I felt it was kind of easy for what I was playing. But again, it's what happens is eventually you gravitate toward the ones that you find that you are drawn to. So yep. there's I mean, I've had Adam's family, right? But it's not, it's not a game that really connects with me. Cause I don't have that nostalgic connection that other yeah. people have. Yep. And then you sold it to me and then I only had it for maybe six months and I felt the exact same way. I was like, well, yeah. It's it's the people who actually that was their go to game, because I guarantee if I pull up like my old Nintendo and play Contra with my kids, they're not going to care. Yeah, <laughs> they don't realize but that was you the and I game. would sit down like this is awesome. Yeah, like, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B.A. Yeah, which reminds me, we're speaking all these old games. What do you think of all these 2.0 kits coming out now? We had Fun Houses, Rudy's Revenge or Rudy's Nightmare came out. Yeah, they just announced one for like Tales of the Arabian Night and then they announced another one. Uh, naps arcade has it like go check out naparcade.org. i'm trying to think which one it was now that i announce it and my mind has went blank yeah um okay so what do i think about them i will go out on a limb and say that games now are better than the games in the bally williams era i i I really think the last five years they have put out more quality games than the Bally Williams era. And so um, the challenge that we had was we had, that was such a great era in pinball. And I will say that was probably the first golden age of pinball. Yeah. Um, and and I know that you can, you can go back to EM and solid state and solid, but that was the first time when it really percolated up. But then we went through the doldrums where you didn't really have, I mean, we've talked about it before. There's like four, games that I would consider owning in the whole two thousands. And then it starts getting back, getting better, getting back. And you start seeing the first era, like 2010 through 2015, some really good games. So some other games that are not quite so good, but then I think the 2016 through 2020, and it's really taken off. And so those games uh, for my money are better than any of those other Bally Williams games. Um, yeah. But I also understand if people have that emotional connection with that, but they also want a re like kind of a reimagining, maybe modernizing them a bit. It's the same yeah. thing as when you see a, a 1950s style car that is fixed up, but it's not fixed up to like the original everything OEM. A lot of times they put a better engine in it. Or, or they put like, you know, they put the Chrome where the Chrome wasn't there before. And so they make it kind of a, a sexier version of the old one. And that's what these kits seem like to me. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know what, what do you feel about it? It's, uh, I guess, what's your thought? I like the idea. I just wish that like with, with Funhouse 2.0, I know that some people are complaining like you it's already a perfect game as is. But the nice part is like with these 2.0 kits, like with Bride of Pinball and, and whatnot, you get the original software plus the new upgraded software. So, um, I mean, I guess it'd be counterintuitive to buy the new software and then just not play it. But with all the fancy, fancy stuff, by the way, I looked up the other one is Whirlwind is the other one they just announced doing a 2.0. Okay. Some yeah. of these games do, do do need a code up like face. Yes. Yeah. They, Some they, of them really do. I don't know if Funhouse did. Totan, Tales of Arabian Nights definitely needs a facelift. Right. But it just it's one of those things that I'm kind of the point where I would like to see these games remade versus just a kit coming out for them. Because right. I know a lot of people want a Funhouse and they're like, you can't get a Funhouse for what, under eight grand right now. Yeah, which it, I mean, it's kind of doubled in price since I got into the business. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, before you could probably get it for about 3,500, 4,000. Um, I, I was offered one for like 3,100, but it was like hammered ham. Well, most of them were hammered back then, right? Yeah. Cause they all were on location. Yeah. 
And and that's that's one of the reasons why I gravitate toward the newer ones. I, I actually find them more fun to play, but I also tend to buy games that are either new or one owner or something like that because I just don't have the time to tinker on them. Well, and I have a hard, hard time. I, even back then, I look at Funhouse that was 3100 beat up, and that was a good price at that point. Or it's like I can get a World Cup soccer for two grand, which mine I paid less for. I'm not even going to get into that right now. But it's like if you can find funner games for less, like I have a hard time justifying spending money on a game. Like it's like Adam. Well, it's like Adam's family. If you yeah, have that like emotional a, connection with it, then that's a game that you'll want to that you'll be willing to spend the money yeah. on. But if it's a game that you don't have that connection with, then I, th- I think you're going to have a connection with a Jurassic Park or, you know, or a well, Deadpool or something like that. What is Adam's family going for now? Like 10 grand? Like yeah, a like a, a, a nice one. A nice one is going for new in box, yeah. Okay, so would you rather want a, a nice Adam's family or a new in box Godzilla premium? Yeah, and, and my friend who had an Adam's family gold who sold it for about eight 9000 it's one of his favorite games. See, but, and you just sold your Tron, and you sold your Tron for enough money you could a, buy two Tron Pro. Yeah. Now I will say my Tron was very specialized, and yeah. it went to a very special, uh, special um, um, owner who who wanted that really high end customized one. Uh, but yeah, it's the point I'm getting to is is like it's hard to justify spending that much money on a game when they're the new games that are coming out are fantastic. And granted, if you have the room and you have the means and the money, do whatever you want. I am all, like, right. we, we all, I know you're running into the issue of a room right. thing. I am, I'm I am, running into, I am out of space, like beyond out of yeah. space. Yeah. And so it's like, it just, it gets to a point where it's like, well, I got to start nitpicking, <laughs> you know? Well, you have to, you have to find, the reason why people sell games is usually sometimes it's a money issue, but a lot of times it's a space issue. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of like I have a sofa and I want that sofa. So I need to sell my old sofa. You know, it's, yeah. you don't need 20 sofas. Exactly. But oh, who knows? Maybe you do. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe you do. I, I guess in a roundabout way of saying it. Yes. I do like the 2.0 kits. I think it's for um, the right market. Correct. I feel like if you're picking the right games, I don't know. Like Funhouse is a really fun game. Um, I've watched some of the code, and I don't know why the hot dog, hot dog combat gets stuck in my head. But I feel like it's just a rehash of the original mode from the from the right. very first code, and it's just animation's been added on and with yeah. with with vo- voiceover. And so i'm not much of a fan for that like why why are we doing that like if you're going to do new code do new code and so but and code's hard right yeah code is hard there's a reason why the new new code i mean you hire someone who knows how to develop code and that's really what takes games to the next level is having a a a deep or a, a deep or a complex slash simple enough set i it's Something that works really well with with tournament type play because those are the elite players who will dissect the code and find they don't want just one way of doing something. They want multiple ways, but still have it competitively balanced, which is why even games like Iron Man, which isn't deep, but it did have options that you could do different things. Uh, Deadpool's the same way. There are different things that you can do in a competitive thing, but the game is not super deep. Yeah. But you can you can certainly understand um, ways of making it competitively balanced. So, yes, uh, if you want to update these old games, then yeah, you you can. But that's that's hard. Yeah. You need someone who knows how to develop a code set. I do feel like though these two point kits, like they get it put in the machines, and then the people don't sell the actual machine itself. You you can't find a Bride of Pinbot two on the marketplace right now. You can't right. find. So they're obviously doing what they're they're the people that are buying them are making making them happy with with the result. Yeah. And so well, it's it's hot rodding your car. Yeah. Like you're buying something and you're putting it in your car with the anticipation that you know what this is it's going to stick around for a while. Yep. Well, I want to wrap up the subject. I want to do one more thing. I want to talk about one more thing just really quickly, and then we're we're over the hour mark, and so. Okay. Uh, 
Um, but have you got Zen Pinball on your phone or on the Switch? So I I have, but I haven't played it in a while. But they did come out with something, which is I know what, what you're going for. They just released Indiana Jones, the pinball venture, the Williams one, not the Stern one. Right. The good one. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The good one. Yeah. And and, I, and granted, the one for Stern isn't bad, but it's, it's hard when you compare it to the uh, one from Williams. It's, yeah. It, it's still not good. But this is what I love about these. I know that people say that virtual pinball is not real pinball, yada, yada, whatever. Okay. Um. I love it because I can learn the rules and start to understand these games more, especially for Indiana Jones, where I don't see those very often, especially in the wild. I think there's one down in uh, um, Springville, yeah. Utah, at the Nickelmania. It's, it's hammered. It's, yeah. it's seen better days. It's, yeah. it's definitely... It, it, do you know the main problem with these older games? What's that? Is they don't play like they should. That's they're, true. They're too beat up. And so the flippers are terrible. The flippers can only hit about a fourth of the shots and people just get kind of frustrated to move on by playing the virtual version of it. You can actually say, wow, this is, this is how the game was supposed to feel. Yeah. Like new out of the box. This is how it's supposed to feel. And so that, that alone makes the $15 worth it. Well, I don't know if you can necessarily say it feels like it should when it, it first came out. Well, okay, but it, you can act, it plays similar enough that yeah. it, it certainly plays better than that the than the beat up one at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, but it it trains your brain, especially if you're looking to play tournaments or if even if you just want to have a fun time when you run to one of these in the wild, like you're in Disneyland and you want yeah. to play the Indiana Jones across from the ride. They, they've never had that. Every time I've gone, I've asked. I I've never seen it. Like it, oh, someone tell it me. There. Someone yeah. tell me if they ever if they've ever found it because I have looked every time I've gone. I even it's went the to the store. Right across from the. I went to the store and I asked, and they didn't have it. Hmm. Well, I my son hey, and I played it. I like, want a picture, so I want someone to send me a, a recent picture because every time I've gone to Disneyland, I've asked, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know. it hasn't been here in a long time. It's out for repairs." Oh, yeah, it was probably about three years ago when my son and I played it. Yeah. Anywho, long story short. I feel like it trains your brain to know where the shots are or to understand these modes. So that way, when you do get in front of one of these games, you can actually enjoy it on location. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that, that's perfect. If you haven't bought 15 bucks, I know some people are complaining. This isn't the pinball arcade days. Like you're not going to get four tables for 10 bucks anymore. Yeah. Um, and even the Zen pinball games, they're like, isn't it like eight to 10 bucks if you want to buy out the tables right, right out or something like that? Yeah. Five bucks isn't much of a jump in my opinion. And plus let's be realistic. Like Indiana Jones, the pinball machine is going for $15,000. I looked it up on Pinside. Yeah. If you want to buy one right now, there's one for 15, one for 15, five and one for 16,000. So something that's literally 0.1% of the cost of a real pinball machine I think it's a bargain. So I, 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 you know what? It's, it's a movie guys. Like just, just take it for what it is. Yeah. It's a 15 movie. bucks is really not that bad. So, yeah. I mean, if you get into video game speak, I guess whatever, but anywho, really good. If you haven't checked it out, uh, also shout out to Fliptronic. Cause I accident, I bought it for my phone and then I was watching Fliptronic and I won it for the switch. So I have it on both now. Whoa, there you go. So there's that convenience as well. Nice. <laughs> but well, I think that pretty much does it for us. You got anything else for us, Scott? No, I think that's it. Seriously, if you're going to be at Texas and you want to and you want to meet up, just let us know. We we love to to meet people. So yeah, we hear that some kind of hard running into people there. So if if you do want to meet us specifically, just message us on Facebook. Yeah. Let me do with the spill really quick. If you want to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us at loserkidpinballpodcast at gmail.com or at loserkidpinball through facebook instagram twitch and twitter we uh been hitting up all the socials i don't hit us up as much as i usually do i'm having some issues with my phone it's not sending notifications like it should so i wake up in the morning i'm like why did i why am i getting like 12 notifications for emails from yesterday so i do apologize if, if you send an email and i don't respond for like 24 hours or something like that it's you, not you, me, it's my phone. Yeah, f- uh, Facebook Messenger actually is pretty reliable right now, so go ahead yes. and try that. So, um, But we'll have hats. We will uh, be happy to meet you. Um, yeah. Other than that, I, I, I don't know what else to say. 
Okay, we'll see you in Texas. See you in Texas. Sit down.